Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of The Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Today's show is Pinterest-centric. We are going to go through Pinterest 101, and I'm going to reveal to you the top 10 things that you need to know to get started marketing your own company on Pinterest. We're going to do that in the first two segments because I have a lot to say on the subject because I really want to help everyone really gain the benefits of Pinterest. In our second segment, or third segment rather, we're going to be talking about um, a little pumpkin pie recipe that is going to transport you out of the Thanksgiving mindset and into the spring mindset. So we have a lot to cover on today's show. We have a lot of Pinterest information that's going to be very valuable for your company and a great recipe for you to try out this weekend. So join me after the break on The Social Media Chef, and we're going to hit the Pinterest. Well, the Pinterest button. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. everybody. Thank you so much for joining me after the break on The Social Media Chef. We are coming to you live, and we come to you live every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we try to talk about a lot of different social media marketing tips that will help you build your business and market your business online, as well as talking a little bit about my passion, which is cooking in the chef's kitchen. So, I will share a little mixture of everything every single week, and I really hope that you tune in again and again. To learn more about the show, and as well as download our free iPhone application, which is also available on iPad, get our iTunes podcast, download videos, and also get access to our library, our extensive library of social media tips, articles, and recipes, log on to servefreshmedia.com. Again, that's served fresh media.com and you will find everything how to connect with us our rss feed and lots lots more all right i do not want to waste any more time because i want to jump into pinterest because it is such a hot topic and we've covered it on previous shows you can find out um you can see those shows or listen to those shows rather in our archive um but i really wanted to give you a primer you know i'm sure by now you know that you've probably heard of pinterest or or you may be are even a member. You know, the reason you 
you, you can't ignore Pinterest anymore is that it surpassed LinkedIn and Google Plus as the third most used social media network. Okay, if you haven't heard that before, you're hearing it from me now. And this is as of today, April 10th, so 2012. So, you know, obviously things can move, but right now it's part of the big three, folks. So you need to wake up and you need to figure out how to use it. But, you know, I'm... If you're not familiar with Pinterest, I think I'm gonna I want to give you a really quick rundown, and I'm gonna use Facebook as an example. Now, uh, basically, what Pinterest is is think about logging into your Facebook profile. Okay, so you log into your Facebook profile, but all you see are pictures. So it's basically like when you go into your photo albums on Facebook. Imagine when you logged into Facebook, that's all you saw was your Facebook photo albums. And there was no other way to interact except through posting photos to your photo albums on Facebook and tagging your friends and sharing them and liking other pe people's pictures and sharing them with your network, etc. That's Pinterest, folks. It's as simple as that. Pinterest uses different terminology and lingo because every social media site has to stake their own claim. What Pinterest does, instead of albums, you create boards. And instead of pictures, you add pins. So you add pins to your board as you would add pictures to your photo albums. Okay, it's as simple as that, right? I, I, I've been looking on the Internet, I'm just re keeping abreast on everyone's articles on Pinterest, and no one explains it like that. And I think that it's just so darn simple that, um, you know, it, I think that's the most straightforward way of looking at it, okay? So who cares um, now that we have another site, uh, a social media site to deal with? You should care because there's a, obviously it's now one of the big three in social media world, which means that there's lots of traffic and lots of highly, highly active users. I am shocked at how active the users are on Pinterest. But what you can do that's even better is that one Facebook, when someone clicks on one of your pictures, it brings it up in another frame and it has a description and what people said about it. On Pinterest, this is the sexy part, it can click right through to your online point of sale. So, for example, if you're running a special, you can have an image of the coupon in on as a pin on one of your boards. People can click on that picture or pin and be taken right to your website. If someone shares that pin or picture with their network, that creates another backlink to you. So, creating it on Pinterest, creating that pin on Pinterest with your with that photo of the special will create a backlink to your website. Someone sharing it will create a backlink. A thousand people sharing it will create a thousand backlinks. So obviously the SEO implications of Pinterest are really, really severe, as well as building website traffic. So I want you to kind of just get that in your head that Pinterest is really great for building backlinks and it's great for SEO. And also putting uh, really great pictures and imagery of what you do in front of other people. Because obviously video and pictures are the number one and two things that people want to interact with online. You know, um, obviously people interact with other content and updates and that sort of thing, but photos and pictures will really grab your, uh, grab your attention. So um, on Pinterest, when it started off, I think a lot of people, it was women that jumped onto it first because it was being marketed as a great place to share recipes, which obviously I love. Um, as a man, I love that. And, but also interior decorating, um, family ideas, babies, all that sort of thing, which can be skewed to a more female audience. Well, this has been...
changing quite a bit because a lot of men are waking up to the power of it and are joining. But this is just in America. You know, outside, if we're talking the UK, it's about half and half, male, female. So I think it's pretty, it's pretty split uh, across the board, which is good for marketing purposes. Okay. So now that I've told you all about Pinterest, what it is, and the benefit that the really the the great benefit that it can have for your business, how do you get started? The number one thing that I'm going to suggest that you do is get in there now and stake your claim. Do not wait. Do not research your site. I usually say research the sites before you jump in. Jump in and grab your site. Um, all you have to do is go to Pinterest.com, and at the very top you will see um, a little button, a red button that says request an invite. You can't just sign up to Pinterest. You have to request an invite and then wait for them to send it to you, which can take 24 to 48 hours, 72 hours. I mean, it takes a couple days, um, but then they'll send you it to your email address. If you're registering your company, make sure that it's your company address, not your personal address. Then once you get that invitation, you click through, and then you can create your account. If you're creating your account from your company address and you want it to be a company account, which I suggest, um, what you want to do is you want to use your brand logo. You want to use your company um, bio and your profile. You want to have your website featured in there. You want to really build it out like you built out your Facebook page, like your uh, LinkedIn company page, your Twitter account, that sort of thing. So you want to add all of that there. So fill it out fully. Um, the next thing that you do is you have to figure out how it works. Now, what I want to talk to you, and I think I'm going to cover this more, um, go through the rest of them um, after the break, just because I don't want to cut this one too short. But I, after the break, I really want to talk about the importance of planning and organizing your boards or albums, as you would call them anywhere else, before um, putting them onto the site. Uh, this is going to save you a lot of time and you know stress and editing, uh, because you know if you don't set it up the right way the first time, you're going to have to go back, and then you're dealing with a lot of different pictures that have to be moved and shaped. So I'm going to tell you after the break why you need to do that, as well as eight other tips on how to get jump-started on Pinterest after the break on The Social Media Chef. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, Visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. All right, we're back after the break on The Social Media Chef where we're talking about Pinterest. If you want to connect with me, The Social Media Chef, Chris Tompkins, on Twitter, please follow and connect with us at The Social 
chef, no media, just the social chef. And like I mentioned before, you definitely want to check out uh, all of the great information on our website, servedfreshmedia.com. There is only one, servedfreshmedia.com. So check that out. It has lots of our past recipes, social media tips, articles, ebooks, videos, downloads, iPhone apps. I mean, everything's free. Please share it and enjoy. Now let's get back to the Pinterest conversation we were having in the last segment. Um, why do you want to plan before you uh, put any any content up on Pinterest? Basically, you it's going to be time-consuming. So I think that you should sketch out what you're going to do on Pinterest before you actually do it live. So think about it in terms uh, of uh, your company and what boards or albums that you could actually create. So I think about it almost in terms of your web page. So your web page, maybe you have a page for your um, this product X, then you have one for product Y, and then you have a different page for product Z. Then you have a package that's product A, and then another package or a service. You basically want to split that out. So, I mean, even thinking about that, like if you're a doctor, say you're an ear, nose, and throat specialist. So I would say that I would want to create a board for, as that doctor with my ear, nose, and throat practice, I would want one for um, ear, one for nose, and one for throat. And then what would I put in those? Obviously, in the ear one, I would want, or the nose is probably going to be one I can think of off the top of my head, because um, I'm, as you can tell, I'm a little stuffy. I get terrible allergies. So maybe there's a diagram that you have of nasal passages and how they work. That will be something that you can pin and then redirect to your website. Maybe um, a chart of nasal afflictions or a graphic uh, explaining preventative measures for sinus infections. That sort of information is going to be good, and it fits with your brand in that board. So basically, just think about what you can do, your products, your services, your specialty areas, what boards you can create. Obviously, the more the better. Um, if you are a furniture company and you sell chairs, living room sets, lamps, accessories, then obviously each one of those categories can have a different board. You can have pictures. They can link back. Obviously, that's the most straightforward way. That's why I wanted to tell. I wanted to example. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about a more difficult one that we face. Um, you know, even for me, for my company, Go Media, we would have one for our Facebook uh, campaigns, one for LinkedIn, one for Twitter, blah blah blah. So. Plan before you act because if you miscategorize things, it's going to be a pain and a hiney to fix. Number three, add hyperlinks and keywords in your descriptions. Every single pin that you pin to your board will require a description. Now, you could skip the description, but here's why you shouldn't. Because when people are searching for information, if you have the right keywords in there, it will pop up. If you add links, more backlinks will be added. So links and keywords are key. Obviously keywords, right? Uh, for if you don't have a keyword list and you market your business online on a regular basis, I think you should jump to that task of creating one. It's a pain, but it's very useful. You can have that with you at all times and plug those keywords in and it will benefit your search engine optimization so, so much. Another uh, thing, number four, Add images to your blog posts, web pages, and landing pages. Every page on your website should have a few images on it. If you don't have pictures or use pictures on your website or your blog, you need to start right now. Uh, we are moving into a very visual stage of social media, so pictures are very, very important. You can't just say it. You have to show it now as well, which is wonderful because it's, it's going to heighten engagement across all, all of the different platforms. So... Having photos on your blog and website is a key way of linking Pinterest uh, back and forth 
from your website and your blog to the site itself. So if you have no pictures at all on your website or in any of your blogs, it's going to be tricky to get people to the at that actual content without photographs. So um, you really need to add photographs into you know your website and blog. I've said that already five times. Okay, next. Um, connect with your existing contact base. This is a great social media tip across the board, not only for Pinterest. The people that are in your network already, whether it be your email list, your client list, um, your previous client list, your friend list, your sponsors, your partners, whatever, these are going to be the first group of people that are going to be your supporters on a new social media site. So always let them know. Don't just create a Facebook page and think that people are going to find it. Just like don't just create a Pinterest board and think people are going to start repinning and resharing your content. You have to tell them that it's there. Now, you can make the big PR announcement to the whole universe, but I'm telling you, first, go and grab your core people. They will be the um, number one evangelist for you on Pinterest, and we'll share your content that will hopefully get more shares and more people connected to you. Next up, there's a great thing called the pin it button. You can actually get the pin it button on uh, Pinterest. If you go into uh, Pinterest and click under the About section, it will say Pin It Button. Basically what that is, it's, uh, it's a plugin that goes into your uh, web browser. So if you're using an Explorer or Firefox or Safari, whatever, it plugs right into your bookmarks bar once you download it. This is so beautiful. Listen to this part. What you can do is while you're going through the internet and you find something that you like, that can pertain to your brand or would be useful in one of your boards on Pinterest. You click the pin it button, then it pulls up another page where you can choose the image that you're talking about, and then you write the description, you categorize it into whatever album slash board that you want it to go into, and then you post it on Pinterest. Also at that point, you can, you can share it with Facebook and uh, Twitter. So the pin it button just saves a lot of time and it makes things really, really simple. So highly, highly recommend that you um, take a look into that. Also, 7 and 8 are very, very closely related, and it's linking your Pinterest account with your Facebook account and Twitter. Um, with your Facebook account, it, will, it only has the capability of linking it to your personal account. So anything that you wanted to share via Pinterest would go directly to your personal account. But some people use their personal for, account for business and personal, so it could work out like I do. I have a mixture of both. So adding my pins that are social media related kind of makes sense. Now, um, Twitter is better, I think, because you can actually hook it to your company branded account. So uh, anything that you share on Pinterest you can, uh, that is business related or business marketing related, you can push directly onto your Twitter account and, and people can click and share and uh, you know, engage and create more backlinks for you. So after the break, we're going to talk about my Final couple tips for um, launching yourself on Pinterest and get into the kitchen. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. 
we have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads for free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. All right, welcome back after the break. I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute on today's show, so I hope uh, I'm not making anybody's ears bleed. I hope I'm sharing some really great information that's going to help you out marketing your business on on Pinterest. Obviously, this topic is uh, pretty big because we're we're spilling over into our cooking segment. So I'm going to try to wrap this up as quickly as possible so we can get into the um, recipe of this week. Now, The next thing that you want to do, besides the Facebook and Twitter um, integration for your Pinterest account, you want to look at adding the Pinterest button to your website. Everyone, if you are doing social media marketing for your company, uh, you should have buttons to those social media presences on your website. They should be highly visible and if not on only the home page, on every single page. So if you don't have that done, first do that. Then you can grab the uh, Pinterest icon and you can add that button as well. So people can actually pin, um, join you on Pinterest and pin your content and that sort of thing. That will grow your network even more. Um, the last thing that I wanted to mention is, okay, obviously we're talking about all this great stuff and, you know, here's how to use it and here's how to share it. But what if you're, what if you're kind of dry when it comes to content? Maybe you, after you created your initial albums, you have nothing else to share. I totally understand, and you know, I see this every day with clients. You know, everyone's so busy um, working and, and doing this, that, and the other that you know, generating lots and lots of photographs is not necessarily what every business does. Perhaps if you're uh, if you're a photography based or art based business, you do, um, or have um, you know, uh, con- consumer goods that you could see in the store that are very visual. You know. For most of us, coming up with new content can be kind of tricky. So there are third-party um, third parties out there that you can use to create content on Pinterest. My suggestion is to Google um, Pinterest tips or Pinterest um, support sites or something along those lines because they'll come up with different lists. Uh, one of the things that I've used before that I like, I don't use it lots because we have so much content as, at Go Media and also the social media chef, so it's no problem. Um, it's called Spin Kicks, and what you do is you sign up, and they'll send send you a login, and then basically what you can do is you can create keywords that you're looking for that you know that have that are um, evidence in your boards. So you know, um, so for example, if I'm a car dealer and I'm dealing with a certain tire, um, maybe there's some funny tire pictures that I like to share. Maybe I'll I'll type in as the keywords funny tires, and then it will I'll just hit a button and it will trawl the internet and just give me some random images that fit those keywords. That's a way of finding content where you don't have it. So check out those. Um, there's lots of them out there. Um, you know, see what works for you. And um, if there's any that you'd like us to share, you know, please send them in at info at 
servefreshmedia.com. Now, 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 let's talk about some cooking. We have a few minutes to to nail this recipe. Um, I don't know about you, but there's something about pumpkin pie that is always so fall-related. In the, in the U.S., it's all Thanksgiving, I think. Um, I really don't see lots of pumpkin pie outside of the fall, autumn, Thanksgiving-type season, or even Halloween. Now, um, I was going through my freezer, and I found um, a, a, a one-pie's worth of pumpkin pie filling that I had used um, for Thanksgiving or Christmas, I couldn't remember. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do with this? I don't want to throw it out because it's, you know, it's still good. Um, what do I do? What do I do? And I came up with this recipe. This recipe is so simple. Uh, basically, what you want to do is, um, I have this will be posted on the website so you can find all of the ingredients. I'm just going to tell you how easy it is to make. Um, you want to make the pumpkin pie first. So, um, basically, there's a whole bunch of different ingredients. We have sugar, salt, cinnamon, um, ginger, cloves, eggs, canned pumpkin, evaporated milk, cream cheese, puff pastry, raisins, and powdered sugar. So what I want to do first is take the puff pastry and the cream cheese out of um, the refrigerator and freezer so they can soften up a little bit. And then in a large mixing bowl, I'm going to mix the sugar, salt, cinnamon, ginger, cloves, eggs, pumpkin, and milk. And just whisk it together until it's really nice and smooth. Electric mixer makes this so much easier, so use it. <laughs> if you're using your arm, God bless you. Then um, grab a, a springform pan about eight and three-fourths of an inch um, in size. Spray with the cooking spray. And then grab your puff pastry, mash it together with your hands, and then knead it until it's one, uh, it's one piece. You basically have two sheets in there, so you want to mash them together and then knead them until they're one. Then you want to roll it out with a rolling pin until it's a circular shape. It doesn't have to be perfectly circular. Um, as you'll see in the pictures on, on the website of my recipe, it wasn't absolutely perfect. This one doesn't need to be. So roll it so it's about two or three inches larger than the actual springform pan, and then carefully press it all inside of the pan. Uh, when you do that, make sure that there's no breaks um, or you can't see any of the springform pan because that means when we start puffing the sucker up, it's going to start leaking, and we don't want a leaky pie because that's a total, utter mess. So once you get that all done, you grab the uh, the cream cheese that's been softening, take half of it, and either break it up with your hands and smush it into the crust, or you can slice it or spread it depending on how um, how malleable it is. Once you get that all on the bottom of the crust, you then want to take half of the raisins in the recipe, which is it's about a half a cup of raisins this time, and sprinkle it evenly on the bottom. Then get the pumpkin mix that you made before and dump that evenly over top. Take the rest of the cream cheese and break it up in pieces over top of that so it's kind of just almost like floating on top. Then get the, the pie crust that you've had reserved over the edge and start pinching it all the way around. Um, I like to go counterclockwise, some people go clockwise, whatever you want. This is not a looker, it's just yummy, okay? It's a tart, it's not going to be this beautiful presentation that you're going to have on the cover of your cookbook. Then, after you do the crust, um, I like to sprinkle a little bit of sugar maybe, um, dust it with butter, just brush it really quickly, and then add the rest of the raisins on top. Bake it in the oven. Um, I like 400 degrees because it tends to move a little bit quicker, uh, but it takes about 30 minutes to 40 minutes. I mean, you should, you should after the 30-minute mark, you should be checking it quite often because you don't want the pastry to burn, but you want a nice brown consistency. When a toothpick comes out clean, that means you are done. Take it out and let it rest. 
Um, after about 10 minutes, you'll be able to take it out of the spring form, dust it with powdered sugar and serve it hot, or let it cool, put it in the refrigerator and serve it within the next 48 hours. Whatever way you slice it is absolutely delicious, very inexpensive, and lightning fast. So I hope you enjoy it. And I'll be back right after the break on the social media shift. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. Wow, I am totally worn out after this week's uh, this week's episode. I feel like I was the micro machines guy going through those Pinterest tips. So. Uh, apologies for my speed, but I hope you got everything that was valuable out of our conversation and that you'll be easily able to market your business on Pinterest and make that killer pumpkin tart recipe. Again, visit us online, surfreshmedia.com, for everything that we've talked about in the show and more. And I really look forward to speaking with you again next week on The Social Media Show.